0: Hi, welcome back to my CBT podcast with Dr. Julie Osborne. I'm really happy that you're joining me again today, and I want to thank you for all the positive feedback I heard from the first few podcasts that went out. I was really happy that I believe my intention was put across about being able to find tools that you can use every day in your life after you hear the podcast, so you feel it's really pertaining to you personally. And it's able to give you some help, which is, again, my intention to be able to teach you the tools of cognitive behavioral therapy and feel like you can really use them in your life today. Again, you can always reach out and I'm really encouraging you to give me questions, feedback, any thoughts or topics you'd enjoy for the podcast. You can email me at mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach me through my website at my cognitivebehavioraltherapy.com you can always call me my office number is 949-224-3136 so I'll give you all this great information at the end of the podcast as well but I really look forward to hearing from you and being able to create some podcasts that you feel will be most helpful for you to live your best life and to feel as happy as you can. So today, I wanted to just talk about going through this pandemic, which has been quite an experience, I know, for all of us, because it's the first thing in life that we can really say is affecting every human being on Earth. And it's really difficult in so many ways. One way I think of when I start thinking about this pandemic is we have no reference you know, most things in life we go through are like, well, I went through that before. Or I've lost a relationship or someone's died in my life or I've lost a job or just gone through other difficult things in my life. And A, B, and C helped me get through it. But with this pandemic, we have no frame of reference at all. We've never been through it. And there's so much uncertainty, which causes a lot of anxiety. We don't know exactly when it's going to be over. We don't know exactly how they're going to cure it. We don't know exactly how it's changing every day. We get new information on things we need to do. So it really creates a lot of anxiety. And I think just my experience with talking with others as well during this is that depression is starting to set in now that it's been our fourth week that we're doing our stay at home. Which first let me thank everyone for staying at home because it's just so important. And it's part of what I wanna talk about regarding what we can control when we feel that we don't have much control. And all of the uncertainty, as I was saying earlier, creates anxiety. And we need to focus on what we can have control over. And staying at home is something that we all have control over by making that choice to allow all of us to stay healthy and be well and get better if we're not doing well in the first place. So again, there's a lot of uncertainty. It's something new. It's scary. You know, uh, it's a life or death situation for a lot of people. So it's normal to have lots of different feelings, and that's okay, and we all need to remember that our grief and our loss is different for all of us. Some is actually losing somebody through death. Some is losing our life. I have a daughter that lives here with me right now, but she lives in New York City, and her experience is different than the rest of my family's because I still have my life here in general. I have the people I live with them in my home. I'm still working with my clients and my daughter having to come back here for some time. She's had to leave her life and the people that are most important to her in New York City and her apartment and not being able to go to school. So it's a different experience for her. And I can tell you, we're all working on giving each other grace, being home together all the time, which we're not used to. (laughs) And we all have our moments. Overall, we're doing okay. But we all have to understand that our stress is going to come out in different ways. And that's something I want to remind everybody as you're listening to this and think about your own loss and the people that you're living with. I've talked to some parents that, you know, real struggle with having your kids at home. I really, my heart goes out to you having to do school or even kids that aren't in school, having, you know, really young toddlers that you're having to basically entertain all day is really challenging. And the kids with school maybe aren't that motivated to do their homework. And you're thinking, you know, just get the homework done, get the homework done. But you got to remember that, you know, with the kids too, that, you know, they've lost their structure. They can't see their friends. You know, they're not seeing their teacher. Their everyday routines have just been taken from them in a day. And they might be feeling scared, depending on how much they know about what's going on with this pandemic. So it's not like, oh, kids are just so happy they're out of school. Really, most parents I'm talking to, their kids wish they were back at school. And even, you know, my kids in college and all ages wish they had their life back. So although for the moment it might be like, oh, this is great enough to go to school, it really is a loss. And again, everybody's going to be expressing that out in different behaviors. Some people might be shut down. Some people might be a little short with each other, angry. Your kids might be acting out. If you can take a moment and just understand that maybe that's where it's coming from and talk about that with each other and asking, what is this like for you and what loss do you feel regarding what we're going through? And to remind each other, you know, we will get back. It'll be a new normal for sure, but we're going to get back to the lives that we've had to step away from for a little while. I heard a quote saying, don't be rushed to get back to your life because maybe that's not the life you want to rush back to. I'm hoping that we all can find a silver lining and maybe think about how was I living my life? Was I really taking good care of myself? Was I nurturing the relationships? Did I have the people in my life that I want to have? Do I want to make changes? I get to make some changes of my life if I want to. So my life would be even better than what it was. Because now we don't want to take things for granted. Because now we know what it's like when we can lose things in a day. In a day. So this is a time for us to take some reflection as well. And look at the lives that we were living. And what do we want when we do go back? And hopefully you'll you'll want most of everything you have, but you might want to make some adjustments. And that could be some good things that can come out of this. So my intention for this podcast is really to talk about and give you some tools on how to deal with anxiety, possible depression, feeling scared, overwhelmed during this time. The most important thing is to remember that you do have control in your life, not in everything right now. Some choices have been made for us, but we want to focus on what we do have control over versus focusing on what we don't have control over. And people that do suffer regularly with anxiety are very focused on what they don't have control over. A lot of what if thinking, you know, what if this happens? What if I get sick? What if they don't have this for me or that for me? You know, you could go on and on all day long and you're not going to get anywhere because we can't really answer what if questions, you know, what if? I don't know. Like we're not there yet. It may not even happen. And we want to focus on what do I have control over? You know, I have control over obviously staying home, as I mentioned earlier, I have control over creating structure. Since I've lost my normal structure, I can create that for myself. I can still get some kind of exercise. I can eat healthy. I can reach out to friends and family. Whatever it is that's going to make you feel good, you have to understand that you can have a lot of control still. And when you start taking some control back in your life, you will start to feel better. And when you start thinking outside of the day or the moment, it's a reminder that I need to come back to the moment and be more present. You know, we can all plan for tomorrow and next week and see how things are going, but I only have control over today. I have control over how my day is going to go. I'm going to plan and we'll see how it goes, but I do have some control over and I'm going to plan for tomorrow and hopefully that's going to go well also, but I want to stay focused and present right now because that I can do something about. And it's really important right now for us to have that feeling of control in our life as much as we can. And, you know, if you're not sure where to even start, ask, you know, suggestions. Some of the things I've said, talk to the people you're living with, Ask them maybe what they're struggling with. How could you guys create structure together? I love having a day plan where I actually write things down. That's just me. But, you know, when I write down what I'm going to do for the day, I can go to that in the morning and it gives me an action plan I like to call on. Oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to exercise. This is my hours I'm working. Family may watch a movie together tonight. I kind of have a plan because when it's too open, I kind of get lost in that and I'm not going to get much done. And then I'm going to feel bad at the end of the day that I'm like, here I am and I didn't do much. And I have said to myself often, I don't want this time that I'm home to be wasted. I don't want that when I, we do get to go back to work, that I look back and say, I didn't really do anything. I didn't get anything done. Even around my house, brain cleaning, projects, books I haven't had time to read. I don't want to waste this time being worried and anticipating the worst and watching the news and not feeling good about, you know what, I caught up on some stuff. I spent some extra time with my family. We had some fun. I have some new memories, that type of thing. So there's a lot of things you can do that maybe you haven't thought about because maybe you're just too focused or worried about what's going on. One thing you can change too is if you are a news junkie, (laughs) I would make those changes that. I've been sharing with my clients that overall, I really feel like we know as much as we need at the moment to keep ourselves safe. I know to stay home as much as possible. I know to wash my hands way more than I used to and longer. (laughs) I know when I go to the store, I'm wearing a mask and gloves and leaving my shoes in the garage when I come home. I know what to do to keep myself well. And Everything else on the news is just talking about really sad, stressful stories. And so you need to know yourself well enough how much to take in. So I probably watch the news maybe once during the evening just to kind of catch up and feel like, okay, I know what's going on today. I know where we're going. I know what's better. I know what's not better. And then I turn off the news and I'm trying to watch more lighthearted stuff, things that make me laugh, things that put a smile on my face because there's already enough stress and I don't need to add to that. So it's really important to be mindful how much information you're taking in. I think watching too much news gives you a false sense of control. Like if I know all this information that's just going to be better, I'm going to be able to do something about it. At least I know what's coming. You really don't. It's just news. And a lot of times with news and social media, they really can play on your fears and tell you the worst stories that you literally can't do anything about. But you're just left with that horrible feeling and that feeling of, maybe feeling helpless or hopeless about the situation. So really think about your day and be honest with yourself. How much am I on Facebook or any other social media, the news? How much am I talking about this? You want to realize, you know, your brain takes in everything that you're giving it. And remember, you know, your thoughts create your mood. So whatever we're telling ourselves, this is horrible. It's never going to get better. There's nothing I can do about it. I have no control. All of those thoughts, which are not 100% true, are really going to feed on and create more negative emotions for you. And then your behaviors are going to be affected, right? So maybe you're going to emotionally eat, or maybe you're drinking too much, or maybe you started smoking again, right? Or maybe you're not getting out of bed. Maybe you're not showering enough. Uh, there's so many things that we do, right, for behaviors to kind of make ourselves feel better, but doesn't really work. And to remember with the cognitive behavioral therapy is, you know, your thoughts create your moods, which affects your behaviors and your physical reactions. So your physical reactions to, you know, be insomnia or you're sleeping too much. You might have lost your appetite or you can't stop eating. You know, you just got to keep trying to soothe yourself. It might be harder to focus and concentrate. Your motivation might be down. You might be crying more, feeling sad. All that stuff is what happens when we just really focus on our negative thoughts and create these moods for ourselves. So Again, we want to start taking some steps backwards from there, if that's where you're at, and start recognizing what am I thinking and really what am I doing right now? Our behavior is a major issue. What am I doing that's maybe feeding into how I'm feeling? And what are some steps I can take to start changing? So that's really important. The other thing I want to talk about that I've really noticed with, you know, working with my clients and just, you know, living my life as well with my family here and going through this is how important, how important communicating with each other about how we're feeling, if we're having a tough day, what we need from each other, if it's space, if it's just a hug, if it's just someone saying, come on, we're going for a walk, whether you feel like it or not, and pulling your family member out for a walk or a bike ride or whatever you like to do. Just as, you know, sometimes we need a little push. Sometimes it's hard to do what's best for us. Remember, I always say, you know, make decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel, but that's not an easy thing to do. It might sound easy, but it isn't easy. So sometimes we need to push each other a little bit or make each other laugh or be lighthearted about things and communicating with each other and going back, you know what? And apologizing if maybe you were short with somebody or you kind of lost it regarding something that wasn't as big of a deal, but you're really feeling emotional. Just being able to own that and just say, you know, I'm really sorry. I was just feeling more stressed today than normal. And I know that's why I reacted that way. And to have grace for each other, to be able to take that apology and just say, it's okay. We're all going through a really difficult time and we need to communicate that. We don't have to put on a good face. We don't have to always think everything's okay. That I'm strong. I can deal with this. So I've been hearing that a lot, that people need to communicate There's so many different issues. I've heard one person in the family might be more protective over being safe. Somebody else is taking it really light. That's a big issue that you need to really talk about what is best for the family and how can you stay safe and be able to talk through why isn't that person following what's best for all of us? It's not that they don't care about you, which you might feel like, but it's probably their own stress and then wanting to feel like they have some control over their lives so they're gonna do what they want, right? So there's layers. It's not always just what it looks like. And that's where we can communicate and say, you know, how are you feeling? What is going on? It's really important that we can understand each other and be there and support each other. And to be creative and find new ways that we didn't maybe do before because we didn't have to be together as much and we didn't have the same stress. The other examples I mentioned earlier, you know, dealing with your kids, being frustrated, but, you know, taking a moment and understanding they have a lot of loss as well just with their day not being able to see their friends. I have some people in my family and friends that, you know, they're graduating this year and like it's all gone, right? No prom, no graduation. Like that's a loss right there. And all of those things that they were dreaming about and didn't even question that they were going to be able to participate in and were planning and there's a lot of things that I've talked to people and I said, "Oh, you know, I just didn't even think of that. I didn't think of this," you know? Like it's just kind of a domino effect right now that one thing's leading to another. So You have a piece of paper, I take it out or come back and listen later again and just start writing down, you know, what things do I have control over and where can I start with that today, tonight, right now? Another thing that can be really helpful is to start to write down a gratitude list. I always find that super helpful. The research shows that the most grateful people are the happiest and writing down whatever you're grateful for. You have enough food in the house. You have a house to live in. You have people to care about you. Right now, I always remind myself that I might not have everything I want, but I have everything I need. And that's really all that matters. And that's something that I'm really grateful for. And regarding other ways of having structure and and feeling better, again, as I said, reaching out, I'm calling some friends I haven't talked to in a while because usually life's so busy and now we're home more. So reaching out to people, sending cards, any little thing that just makes you feel more connected And I really encourage for those of you that are home alone, which is probably the hardest, is to really reach out and talk to others, reach out to friends, family, be open to getting phone calls. Don't just look at the phone and put it down and not answer. Take that phone call. Just somebody reaching out. They can be there for you. You can be there for them. But, you know, it, it is it is tough. And we all have to think about each other. and And whatever you can do to be there in any small way. Really can make a difference for somebody now. And just knowing if you have a neighbor that's alone and maybe check on them and see if they need any groceries, it just makes us feel like somebody's thinking about us and we all matter and we all care about each other. So it's about taking care of yourself, it's about being there for others. That always makes people feel better when they do acts of service and being gentle with yourself. That if you are having a little bit of a tough day, just understand it's okay. I'm just feeling kind of sad. I'm thinking about what's changed and what I'm grieving, what I'm losing in my life. But don't allow yourself to stay there too long and get back to what I was saying is writing down what's going to be best for you, your gratitude. Something also with cognitive behavioral therapy is sometimes when we're in a really tough place, it's easier to change a behavior quicker than a thought. So for example, if I'm feeling bad or stressed out. I can just put on my shoes and go take a walk. That's a behavior or go take a bike ride, which I've been doing. And I don't have to sit there and go through my thoughts and figure them all out and balance them out right at that moment. I can just go do something. You know, I remember when Nike came out with their, just do it. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't really get it (laughs) as well as I do today, but it's about Just doing it, like just get up and go, put on those shoes and put on a little jacket and get outside and go take a walk. Like sometimes we think too much. Should I go? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go to the gym? By the time you're done thinking about the gym, you could have been there, worked out and come home when the gym was open, that is. (laughs) We think way too long and way too much. And sometimes we just have to do it. Like Nike says, just do it, just get going. So I would encourage you to, again, come up with a plan. If you are living with people to talk, say you need a little bit of encouragement, can we walk together in the morning? Yeah, let's get up at a certain time and let's get going, let's get moving, you know, that type of thing. So again, I know I'm throwing out lots of ideas, but I'm hoping some will stick for everybody, some things that maybe you haven't thought about. Journaling is always great, just getting all of these feelings out on paper so we're not kind of regurgitating them in our head. When you journal, you don't want to worry about Spelling, grammar, punctuation. I don't even care if you can read it when you're done. It could be just, you know, a bunch of scribbles on a page, but just getting that out of your head and on paper really does help you release those feelings. And again, you won't always be going over and over again. If sleep's an issue, which that's definitely been my number one problem I can share with you, that I'm feeling fine during the day, but it seems to hit me at night where I start to worry and think about all these things that are going on. So, Breathing exercises, uh, using any meditation apps for some guided meditation to help you relax is great. Aromatherapy, taking a hot shower, drinking some chamomile tea, whatever you can do to help yourself relax at night because you want to get some good sleep. We want to keep our immune system strong, and that's one way to do it, as well as all the exercise I spoke about, eating well. But sleep, man, when we are stressed out, that seems to be the first thing to go <laughs> And then you just feel so much better when you wake up and you've had some good sleep the night before. So I would really think about, you know, when is it that my stress is really affecting me? And be open again to other people in your life that you're living with. If they point out like, you know, it seems like this is going on with you or that. And just kind of be open and you don't have to respond right away. You might just say, I'm going to think about that and get back to you. (laughs) We kind of get defensive when people point things out to us, but maybe they could give us some good insight. Like, yeah, you know, I I am being kind of short with everybody or I'm not taking good care of myself. I need to do better at that. Can you help me out with that? So just being vulnerable and authentic can really go a long way. And again, trying to create some place where you feel calm and focusing on what you can have control over is what can really make a big difference for you. So those are the things I really encourage. and. I know that we're all going to get through this together. It's going to be a bad memory. Maybe there'll be some good memories and maybe there'll be some new things in our lives that we can create and and to find, again, that silver lining, whatever it might be, however small you might think it is, that you can bring out of all of this and to be there for yourself and be able to have some self-compassion that it's okay that some days you don't feel that strong and other days you're going to be better and to be able to be there for each other. And again, to remind ourselves, we just need to hear sometimes like, you know what, it's, it is it is going to be okay. And we're all going to figure this out. And there's a lot of people that are recovering. And a lot of people are following the suggestions about staying at home and the social distancing. And it's really making a difference. And that makes me feel good that that I can do something to make a difference, to keep myself and everybody else safe. That's really, really important. <coughs> So reach out if you have any more questions or suggestions or want me to elaborate on anything I've shared today. You can reach me at my email, which is mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. You can go to my website at mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. On there, I got videos. You can listen to some other podcasts I have out already. There's lots of newsletters, talks about sleep and dealing with difficult relationships, stress, depression, anxiety, anything. There's about 20 of them. Again, I have some videos that talks about some different things, talks more about CBT. And you can also call me in my office, 949-224-3136. I am still meeting with my clients through video or through phone. So I am available and whatever I can do to be of help is what I'm offering. So once again, focus on what you have control over and take good care of yourself, take good care of each other. We're going to get through this. We're going to be able to use all these tools to get us through this and being aware of what am I thinking about when I am feeling bad and am I having catastrophic thoughts of the worst case scenario? Challenge yourself. Are my thoughts even true? And they're probably not 100% true. And those are the ones that are really getting to us. So we want to look at the evidence of what's going on in our lives, what we're doing right, what's going to be good, and the support that we have. And really reach out to that support. Because when we're feeling down and overwhelmed, the first thing we tend to do is pull back. And that's like the worst thing you could do. (laughs) We're already isolated. Don't isolate yourself anymore. And don't be embarrassed to share how you feel. Because Whoever you share that with, they'll probably tell you they're feeling the same way and they appreciate you being so open and honest. And maybe that'll be an avenue for them to be able to share as well. So my mantra, make decisions based on what's best for you, not how you feel. And I will be putting out a podcast every week. I thought it was important to address what's going on right now in the world. I hope I've shared some tools that have been helpful. And again, let me know what's been helpful, what you're looking for and we'll keep working on this together and learning some more great tools with CBT so you can live your best life. Be safe and stay well.